Hey, what's good, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you're listening to the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks podcast. Uh, you know, I'm not as hyped as I usually am because, you know, unfortunately, For reason. yeah, unfortunately, we had a loss in the voice acting community. Uh, Billy Kometz, who is a voice actor, he recently passed away. And, you know, Billy, he was one of my favorite voice actors. He was such an awesome and nice person, and he voiced one of my favorite characters in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable, and that was Josuke, the fourth uh, JoJo. And um, he was a really awesome person. He was really positive. He was really nice. And when he passed, like so many people in the voice acting community, fans of his, they showed him nothing but love and respect on uh, social media land. And I just want to say that he will be missed. He definitely left a huge impact on a lot of people, people who knew him and people who didn't know him. And we just want to give our condolences to his family and his friends and his colleagues, people that know him, because like I said, he was well respected and he will really be missed. So um, with that being said, again, our condolences. And uh, now, I want to introduce my co-host from the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks podcast, Rebellious D, and Double O T, Terrific Trav. Sorry, I got a little choked up there. How you guys doing today? Hey, we're good, man. Um, Condolences out, Mm -hmm. Billy family, and uh, ready to rock when you are, Captain. Hey, I'm ready to rock too. Um, You know, we have a very awesome person joining us today. I feel like all of our guests that we always have are always awesome, but. You know, I just I just love, you know, saying that they're awesome because it's just every, everybody, everybody that we interview, like they're awesome at what they do. You know, whether it's voice acting, cosplaying, you know, acting, singing, directing, uh, putting the pen to the paper and, you know, illustrating some of Spitting your favorites, you know, comic book uh, panels and whatnot. You know, some, one of my friends recommended that we should try reaching out to some uh, manga artists. I think that that would be cool, too. We've never interviewed a manga artist before. But um, joining us today is a voice actress. She's a really nice person. I slid in those DMs. And like I always say, they either say yes, no, or they don't say anything at all. And that is voice actress Heather Gonzalez. So uh, let's go ahead and give her a call. But before we do that, Please make sure that you subscribe and you rate us on all of our social, not social media, but our podcast streaming platforms and whatnot, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, like all of that stuff really matters. And we really appreciate everybody that always listens to us and uh, gives us gives us really good reviews and whatnot. So please make sure that you do that if you haven't already. And uh, here is a word from our sponsors. That's right. We want to thank Golden Ink Tattoo for always sponsoring the podcast. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. You can give them a call at 757-465-1010 and book an appointment with Denise, Kitty, Jay, or their brand new tattoo artist, Kane spelled like Kanye. Also, mentioning up Leveling Up Banks will get you a 10% discount off your tattoo. So make sure you mention up Leveling Up Banks to get 10% off your tattoo. Guys, we have a phenomenal guest joining us today. As your boy always does, he slides in the DMs and they either say yes, <laughs> no, or they ignore me. But she, but she said, yes, I want to come on. And that is voice actress. Heather Gonzalez. Heather, how are you doing today? Hey, guys. What's up? Thanks for having me. 
the crowd. Hey, you are welcome. Yes, we are clapping. We are clapping. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us, man. It is an honor. It is always an honor when we have you guys join us up here because we love voice actors because you guys, it's like y'all make our childhood and y'all make our adulthood by all of the things that you guys are voicing us. So thank you very much. Oh, that's so sweet. Hell yeah. Hey, that's what the number one hero does up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. <laughs> I also so, see um, D throwing that salt out j- just now. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. It's just, you know, hey, he's tra- he, he, oh, no, he trying to protect himself guy. just in case uh, Yellow Eyes comes up in there, that's man. Right. <laughs> hey, you know, that Supernatural prequel is about to come Ooh, out, and uh, D needs uh-huh. to be, I got D needs all the help with me. Yeah. I'm ready for uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Oh, so, yeah, so let's go ahead and get into today's interview. So, Heather, the first question that I always ask up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks is, what is your origin story? Every hero <laughs> or villain has one. So tell everybody who you are. Ooh, I like villain. I'm going to be a villain. Yeah, like it's you. not too often that we get villains up here. Sometimes Welcome we get a lot of heroes. Too. We get a lot of anti-heroes, but we don't get a lot of villains. So yes. go ahead. Yes. The villains have more yes. fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, I started acting when I was four uh, in New York. Um, my dad always told me this story. I don't remember it because I was four. Uh, but <laughs> my sister was acting. Uh, she was in Peter Pan. She was Michael. And it was nice. this big production. And I was in the audience watching her. And the first time she flew, I got up on my seat. And I was like, I want to do that. And my dad was <laughs> like, you want to fly? And I was like, no, I want to do that. <laughs> and the very next audition, they put me in. I got in the show. And I never stopped acting from that point on. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it's one of those like uh, you just kind of always have that bug and you got bit and that's just that's it. Mm-hmm. That's there's nothing else you can do from that I moment got a bug on. Bite right now that <laughs> won't stop itching. This guy, you know, it's it's a bug outside my door and um, it's not yeah, a water guy. bug. I don't know what it is. It looks like it's a cross between an ant and a wasp, and it has like giant. Uh, is it a potato bug? I don't know. I was going to post it on Facebook. I know. He's see. terrified, Trey. I am. Ter- <laughs> well, no, the bug is terrified of me. It's still there. Like, when I came in the house from the gym, like, it started crawling back up the wall. But it's like, I don't... And you didn't take it, it, it You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the ant from uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That's oh, yeah, what it reminds uh-huh. me. Terrifying. So, well, that no, was a cool Terrifying yeah. ant. Great movie, though. Yes. 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 Like, it doesn't movie. need to be rebooted. Please do no, not reboot it. When they were running... When they, were, when they were running and the water drops were hitting? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I know. But no, but uh, Heather, I love that origin story. And I love how when you told your dad, I want to do that. And of course, he's just like, oh, she's a kid. So yeah, you want to fly. She wants to fly, obviously. No, Who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. No, it's like, I want to do that. And so like, how was it when you got into your first theater play? Um, honestly, I don't remember because I was four, <laughs> but, uh, well, I know the next that one, the next one that you did that you do remember the first like, one that I was, can remember. Yeah, oh my God. I mean, was I, it when you were five? probably, I don't know. I have the earliest <laughs> memory right. of being in a show. I was in Annie, uh, mm-hmm. with my sister, which is one of those shows that you either really love or you really hate. There's right, no in between right. on that one, but because I, done it so many times and it's the first one I remember being in it's my guilty pleasure show uh but I was in it with my sister and it was fantastic and I just remember uh being backstage and just being like all those people applauding this is it this is what I'm living for like at five you know what you're living for apparently that was it (laughs) this is it (laughs) um 
you know, something I want to do, and I, I, you know, I always love it when our guests talk about their family. Hey, go ahead and give your sister a shout out. What's her name? My sister's name is Angie Brooke, and she is fantastic. Uh, she's actually moved on from acting. She has a tea business. I'm going to give that a quick shout out because you gave me a platform to do it. Uh, Brooke yeah. Birch Tea. You can find her That's on dope. Instagram and Twitter. Uh, delicious custom blended teas. If you like tea, yeah, Brooke I'm Birch Tea. tea. Oh, seriously? I'll send you samples. Uh, uh, you guys oh, hit, right, like, right. Yeah, yeah, hit we'll me up in my the, DMs, you three. I will send you yeah. tea samples. Like, we sure. got you hey, fantastic. Hey, we yeah. love tea around here, and uh, I'll make sure that I include the link to all of her social media stuff. When oh, this thank video you. I will send it to yeah. you. That is that's fantastic. What we do here. So yeah, that's what we do here right, because right. because when you're here on leveling up with Benjamin Banks, it's like our family. You know what I'm I saying? Love it. Yeah, it's we, and when we say it, we mean it. It's not like when Ben Diesel says it, and it's just like family because you know that's just a leave movie. A chair, this is leave, real. Leave life. a chair open for me. Leave a chair. <laughs> I got a question. I want to know, and this is so random. I was just thinking of it when you started talking about Peter Pan. What are your feelings on Peter Pan now? Because I know, like, mm-hmm. I Peter Pan and Annie and stuff like that. It's one of those ones where maybe as a kid you enjoyed it, and then a lot of people when they grow up, they're like, "I'm not a fan of that." Like, I've been rewatching old Disney movies with my kids, and I saw Sword in the Stone, and oh! as a kid, I loved it. When I watched it now, I was like, "This." Is horrendous. Like, this is so boring. I mean, it's so old though, Trey. Yeah, you so can't watch old. it. You have so to like watch old. it with like your past eyes on. You can't it watch it with today's though. eyes and be like, uh, you Peter Pan, I still love. I have so, a tattoo of Peter Pan. Uh hey, it is nice. it is still my my jam. It's I love Peter Pan. Peter Pan I, is the jam. I never want to grow up. I just want to uh-huh. be a little that. boy and always have fun. Hey, well, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Since we're here, and I always love asking this question, oh I don't care God. what these guys say. I'm give sorry, me, give me, don't give me your fault. top five. Not, give me your top five fault. Disney movies of all time. Oh, Last no. he, he asked and, and it can be, it can be what it like, can be animated, 3D animated. Give it to me. What's your top five? Oh God, we're trying or to live down. action. See? You're like really asking stumping questions there, though. Okay, uh, uh, in no particular order, because no I don't think I could. Order. And yep. be careful um, what you say because your fans will come after you. I know, right? He likes to lure people in with the breadsticks and then he starts um, asking these questions. Wait, I was not promised uh, breadsticks, but I would like some breadsticks. He didn't we got that out there. Yeah, we got. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'm sending a care package to California because it's a lot of I'll voice get actors out there. You get tea. It's fantastic. Yeah, hey, uh-huh. <laughs> Breadstick for tea. Okay, yes. um, let's see. Obviously, Peter Pan. Okay. I, I know there are lots of things wrong with it. By today's standards, yeah, but, for sure. Uh, I will still always love Peter Pan. I just can't not. Um, Peter Pan, Oliver and Company. Right. Ooh, okay. I like that um, one. The Fox and the Hound. Ooh, oh, okay. Good one. Robin you, Hood. Okay, Ooh. you name some. some oh, yeah, like people don't yes, hey, they don't even. Some of these people that listen uh, to this episode ain't gonna know what those are. I know. <laughs> oh no. Um, I need one more, are. right? Got um, one more. Got one more. We'll put a princess either. in there. Let's go Beauty and the Beast. Right. Okay, oh, good, good, go pick. Yeah, good pick. Yeah, yeah, you need a princess in there. <laughs> you, like that, hey, hey, that, you like that live action Beauty and the Beast? Nah, though. it's all about that line my boy you Gaston did it? said. Oh, I man. don't it was think okay. we should be making live action of Disney cartoons. I think Disney should always invent new things and not try and reinvent the wheel. I think that was Walt Disney's purpose, and I think they sort of mm-hmm. fell off that. Sorry, Disney. That's I a good owe, take, though. No, that's a good take. Yeah, I owe part of my, my love for 
for manga to Beauty and the Beast. Because when my man Gascon asked her, how do you read this? Where are the pictures? I was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what he's reading. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Where are the pictures? Oh, man. Now, no, that's that's awesome. Listen, you know, to kind of piggyback off of, you know, us talking about Peter Pan, did you watch the Chip and Dale movie? I did. Okay. And how did you feel, or if you even heard about it, after the movie came out, like they somebody about people the were real life kid who played the Peter real Pan. life kid. Yeah, I never knew that until the yeah. movie came. I knew I that mean, backstory. What's that about? So pretty much, uh, they said that the kid who played Peter Pan, like voiced him. He voiced him. Yeah. Okay. And he pretty much aged movie. out of Disney, yeah. and they sort of just let him go. So sort of what they were portraying that satire was of what real. really happened to that kid. Like he never uh, really worked again. Yeah. Um, Doesn't everybody age out of Disney, though? (laughs) Well, it was like he aged out of Disney. Then he got on drugs and stuff. And it's like they just didn't have anything for him anymore. And I guess like his family tried to blame Disney for, you know, what he became. But I mean, like, that's something that you see happens to a lot of childhood actors, unfortunately. You know, and it's, it's always sad because it's just like they grow up being in the spotlight and then once they get older and they're not in the spotlight anymore they kind of just do stuff to still try and stay in the spotlight and like mm-hmm. i feel like that's the reason why you hear a lot of things where a lot of childhood actors yeah, are always a lot of childhood actors. And stuff. yeah a lot of them it's also about all of the company you keep around you too you uh, know the, family, a lot too. the family oh. situation you hear about um, the girl from iCarly, where you know, pretty much, she's only on iCarly because her mom put her to her work. Her mom was pushing her, you yeah. know, and yeah, yeah. Well, and it's hard too when you're acting like when you're working that young, like right. you yeah, are yeah. basically an adult working sure. in this child body. So you're being treated like an adult. You're getting to do things with the adults, and then yeah. you're making you get adult money too. World, yeah. yeah. You yeah. get and you into this world that you're nowhere near ready for. All right. That's a good point. Oh, what happened to Gary Coleman? His parents they tried to take his money. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, he ended up broke, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Goldberg from uh, Mighty Ducks. Oh, that yeah. was such yeah. a sad story, though. So sad. Yeah, I know. But he came back, though. He got his life together. He's doing That's good true. now. And and I feel like like redemption stories are always the best because everybody can redeem themselves. You know, Not just because everyone you fall, wants that epic comeback. Yeah. yeah, and and just like Apollo Creed told Rocky, it's just like. After you make this comeback, everybody's gonna owe you an apology. It's the truth, though, because everybody, everybody was crapping on Rocky and stuff like that. And then as soon as he beat Clubber Lane, everybody they wanted him again. It's just like that's just that's how the world is, you know. But uh, <laughs> to get to get back to um, you, snowball, Heather, yeah, we snowball. Up <laughs> we went this way, it's bad. So now I want to get into like what made you want to get into voice acting, and when you did get into it, like what was your first voice acting? Oh my goodness. Okay. So I got to be honest. I did not want to voice act. Um, all of my theater friends transitioned over to voiceover and anime. And all after a while, they were all like, you should do this. Like you would really, really enjoy this. And I'm like me alone in a room talking to myself. No, thank you. Like I need the applo- um, applause, instant right. gratification of an Michael. audience. Right. I need to know that they like me. Like I judge myself too hard to stand in a room by myself and act like that's weird. I'll be yeah. like, no, stop what you're doing. That was dumb. Uh, So I was like, no, thank you. I'm good. Give me the stage. (laughs) Uh, And then a friend of mine who I was on tour with is a voice actor. And he, every once in a while, will do a class. And so he was like, 
I'm doing a class. And I was like, I'm going. And then two weeks to the class, I was like, I'm not going. No, no, I'm mm-hmm. not going. And he was like, Heather, just come to the class. See if you like it. Maybe you'll hate it. Maybe you'll like it. We'll talk after. And I was like, well, the universe just like opened a window. What are you going to do? Right. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm going to go. I'll check it out. And, you know, it's one of those things where like deep down, I knew that it was the thing that scared me the most because I didn't want to be alone in a room acting. That was terrifying. Uh, and I was like, well, if it scares you, then you need to do it. Like, obviously, that's that's where you need to go because you're terrified of it. Um, unlike spiders, you should just stay away from them if you're terrified. Yeah, of absolutely. Oh, and water bugs. <laughs> um, but and this, water bugs. go and do. Uh, so I did. And the class was amazing. And I was like, oh, this is what everyone's doing. Like, you've all moved to doing this. I want to do this. This this is so cool. And then I felt like I was cheating on theater because I loved voiceover mm. more. And I had to like <laughs> mentally deal with that for a minute. Um, and then my first role after that was actually a commercial for, um, a, uh, um, not 1-800-Flowers, but that sort of a thing in the right. Caribbean. In the Caribbean. That was, yeah. That was the first Exotic. voice I did. I like it. Was, Hell was yeah. In the Caribbean. <laughs> so, so then what was it when you actually got like, you know, a voice acting role that wasn't for commercials? Oh, like actually getting like to play play? Yeah. Ah, to play um, somebody. Yeah. I can't remember what the first thing I did was. No, yes, sure. I can. Hey, Sorry, that's uh, terrible. Hey, you done done so much stuff. I it's totally just like, can. It's hard. No, it I understand. I understand. It, it, it flashed back to me. It was right before the pandemic. Um, and I went into the first big thing, and it was a video game. And it was Trails of Cold Steel 4. Okay. And I was terrified of that because, A, it was my first video game ever. Mm-hmm. B, it was Trails of Cold Steel 4. And oh. I was replacing someone. Oof. And I was okay. like, oh, I, this is, this is not, oh, okay, let's, let's do it. And then it was fantastic. It was such a fun experience. <laughs> and then for the next like year, I sat on that terrified of what the audience would think. Mm-hmm. Um, because replacing anyone's favorite anything is just, uh, yeah, it's yep. really scary. Yeah. Um, and the, the fans were so nice and they were so loving and, and accepted me in the part and it, it just became a really great experience but yeah i remember just being really scared yeah that's always you know something that you have to worry about especially when you're taking over i yeah. mean because you see what happens in live action i i really haven't uh seen you know a lot of uh, a lot of backlash and you know the voice acting community when somebody takes over a role i, I mean i did see something recently when uh the whole thing with futurama with john dimaggio was going mm-hmm. on and they tried to replace bender and you know everybody was oh, like yeah. oh, you can't replace <laughs> bender like I, I can understand if you know somebody passes away and they need somebody they to, to right? yeah, yeah they yeah. have to yeah. but if the person's still here and like if they if they're demanding more money because it's like pretty much like they're one of the stars of the show. I mean, you got to give the person what they want, you know? Well, and it's always hard too, because you, you don't always know how much you can say. Right. And yeah. sometimes you don't know why you've replaced that person. You just right. know the other person said, yes, I'm okay with this. Yeah. And that's all the information you have. So if people get upset, you don't even have anything to like go to bat with. You can just be like, okay, well, thank you for your opinion. I did it anyway. <laughs> You know, uh, when it, especially if it's a character that's it, not necessarily well-liked, per se, but well-known, it could be tough because people have that, you know, that mental uh, picture of it. Yeah, yeah. or if it's a, so for me, it was, judgy. it was a voice actor who was very well-known because before me in the first yeah. three games, it was Marisha Ray. 
And I was uh, like, wait, I'm no. sorry. I, how am I doing? What? Marisha Ray? What? How do mm-hmm. I come well, in Kurt after Rowe. her and be like, here we go? Wow. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that was a big juice defeat. I was going to say, that's like Sidney Prescott yeah. not returning for the new Scream movie. Oh, my God, know, right? Over. Yeah. I was going to compare that to, uh, you know, when Rocky took over for Jason as the Red Ranger. I mean, <laughs> it always comes some, back to some Rocky. People was, some Rocky. people were feeling Rocky, and some people weren't. I was and one of those people, people that wasn't feeling. Some people missed. Yeah. Some people slide. Rocky right. slid right out do. of that ring. And he that's slid right do. out of that ring, and a little kid replaced him. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, come on, man. Like you a pop? Now, how does a kid replace you? But anyway, is, why didn't he morph on his way out of the ring? Why Wouldn't not? that have saved him? <sighs> All right, sorry. Bad question. Sorry. I, I got. My fault. I, so, are we done with theater? <laughs> Never. Never. Okay. Never. <laughs> are you done with touring theater? Yes. Okay. Yes. I toured theater for uh, as an equity stage manager for about 10 years. Oh, wow. And then I toured as a costume supervisor with the Moscow Sweet. Ballet for two years. Dope. Um, which is so fantastic. Tough. Question. But, whew, yes. Did you ever take any props? <laughs> <laughs> a sword? Uh, a wand? I may or may not tear. have okay. I like five that or answer. six epee swords in my kitchen right now. <laughs> Say it like they say in court. I can neither confirm nor deny. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like, yeah, like it. Uh, what Ryan Reynolds, he said, I took the Deadpool outfit and they That's still right. want it back. Like, uh, <laughs> well, what was, um, I can't remember, uh, what's the guy that was in the Warriors? Um, oh, I don't he, know. He was on Gamby. Warrior Warriors? Gamby. Yeah, I can't remember the actor's name, but he took the vest. The vest? Of course. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, hey, right about now, when it gets up to 90 in the in the middle of the night, you gotta go out down the street. That bad boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, show, yeah, hey, oh, please do it. and film it and send it. Yeah. I need to see this. Throw a snap in there. <laughs> uh-huh. nope, I know nah. my next TikTok video. No, that's, that's, a tough, that's a tough way to live though, for real. Just touring all the time, being on the road. Yes, for sure. Yeah. The the uh, first tour I did with the Shakespeare Company, luckily it was uh, a little... It stayed in California more, and then we would go out to some places, but we stayed, We were on planes and hotels. Mm-hmm. When I toured with the ballet, it was bus and truck. That mm. is rough. When right. you wake up in a new place every morning and you have no idea where you are because you've uh-huh. been driving all night, yeah. it's always like, what day is it? Where are we? What's happening mm-hmm. today? Yeah, okay, together. let's go. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's those those old stories you used to hear about them wrestlers, man. They would travel somewhere, and then yeah, musicians got to do it all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, for sure. It's a lot of fun, but you can't do that in voiceover. Like I had to stop for thirteen weeks a year to be able to go back on tour, and now I'm like, no, no, I, yeah, I'd I rather that. do this. <laughs> I feel that yeah, you know because sure. uh, you know before the pandemic and whatnot, because uh, I'm a professional wrestler and. Because of wrestling, I was able to get into uh, doing stand-up comedy. And I was just like, man, do I want to wrestle or do I want to do stand-up comedy? Because it's just like you have to do so much when it comes to doing stand-up comedy. Like you traveling to all these places and whatnot. And a lot of times you're not getting paid at all. Whereas at least with wrestling, like if I'm driving four or five hours somewhere, you know, at least I can put gas in my car. I don't even want to talk about gas, but... (laughs) we ain't talking about that. No, thank you. Just like we don't talk about Bruno. That's cool that you're a wrestler, though. Don't talk about gas. Thank you. I I was super into wrestling, like, junior high and high school. I was all about it. Like, like, uh, the the era of... um, Attitude era. Attitude era? Yes, the attitude era. Um, 
Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker. I love The Undertaker. Not right. going to lie about it. Undertaker was still love wrestling the Undertaker. until like two years ago. So. <laughs> I, I know, right? The oldest <laughs> uh, person on the roster. You know, I mean, Triple H would have still mm. been up there too. But, you know, unfortunately, he had the, the heart the heart problems. So, yeah. I know, tried yeah. watching again recently and I was just like, oh, it's not the same. It's, it's something not. about it. It's yeah. Just, and I'm sure, like, it's for the people who watch it now. Oh, of exactly. course. Like, you can't, well, like, it's the same thing with watching old Disney movies. You can't watch it with the eyes that you had then. <laughs> exactly. Like, it doesn't work. Well, I That's will true, recommend too. if, uh, you know, if you would like to check out some wrestling, I highly recommend, like, checking out indie wrestling, like, going to an indie show. Because you live in California, there's a lot of indie wrestling promotions out there in that yeah. area. Some really good ones. And then there's this company called AEW that comes yeah. on every Wednesday. Oh, yeah. So you already know, but yeah, I highly recommend that too. <laughs> you know, you get that old feel of like when you were younger okay. when you watched that compared mm. to, you know, you watch WWE and it's just like, oh, like WWE watered down their, their pop music of wrestling right now. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Nobody wants to see somebody fighting and they're playing a pop song, bro. It, like, just don't go together. <laughs> That's it, man. And I, I feel oh, you. Man. I try. Did you have any more theater questions? I have one. If, okay, go ahead, Dave. Oh, I just got to ask. I don't think we covered it, but what is, do you have a favorite? Like, play or? Oh, goodness. Um, Give us your top five. No. Okay, so uh, I'm going to actually go with, oh. Okay, can I give you my top two? Yeah, yeah. Trav, I'm going to need you. Stay, stay ready, Trav. Yes. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay. Um, Sondheim is my number one, and that's because that was my dad's favorite. Um, and when he was a kid, he used to play the record and mm -hmm. do a puppet show of it. That's and that wild. was his. And so I grew up listening to him sing it. So mm -hmm. uh, that is my absolute favorite. And then second to that is Rent because I knew you were going to say Rent. And I knew it. I knew it. I had held in high regard. So, <laughs> yeah. but in all, in all fairness, Fletcher. Rent is an adaption of my favorite opera of all time, La Boheme. So, what's it called? You know, hey, I'm kind of there with the rent too. You very, know, very good connection. Now, because rent is your favorite, uh, did you get a chance to watch the movie Tick Tick Boom? Oh, it was so good. I it cried so much. Mm -hmm. I cried sad, so much. And it's Garfield very relatable. Does it again. Yeah, any oh, I feel like any uh, field that you're in, voice acting, wrestling, music. It's just like it's very relatable because it's like you go through those struggles until you make it on your own. You know what I'm saying? And Unfortunately, mm. you know, he passed away before and that four town. Yeah, yeah. Man, it was it was so sad. It's a it's a good movie. Like like sad movies like that. I can only watch them once because yeah, I like, don't think I'll ever be able to watch it again because I cried through like 90 percent of it. But it was so good. Yeah. And, I mean, it's the same thing, too, like with sad shows like uh, Bojack Horseman, for example. Like I could only watch that once. I can't watch it again because it's just it's so sad because yeah. of all of the stuff that happens up there. But. Um, you know, now I wanted to, you know, go back to voice acting because like you've done so much stuff and I just want to say, you know, you're awesome for the roles that you've been in. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> one of one of them that I wanted to bring up was a movie that me and Trav, we really loved. We loved all the music in it and it was Bale. Now, I know that, you know, you did some additional voiceover work in that, but, you know, just being a part of that movie and the music that was in that and, you know, you being somebody that grew up in in theater and then being on stage in theater. Like, how was it being a part of something like that? 
Uh, Bell was fantastic. And Bell's kind of a special one because I also, um, I work for NYV Post. So I got to work on the backstage side of Bell. Backstage, we'll call it that. <laughs> Production side of Bell as well. Um, so not just getting to be a part of the cast and just even being, you know, some some little bits here and there, but getting to know the process, getting to hear things as they were happening, um, hear songs as they were coming, like, it's such a phenomenal piece, and it was mm -hmm. it's such a good movie in the original. It's a phenomenal movie in the English dub. Like everyone did such a good job and and paid such care when it was happening. There was so much care around it to make sure that it was as good as it could be um, because everyone really, really loved it from the second uh, production started on it to oh, I'm sure now, yeah. So what you, did you yeah. think of Kylie's voice when you first heard it? Oh my god, she's incredible! Oh my god, she's hey, like I've now, been, now she's like two DMs for a long time. <laughs> yeah, hey, now she's doing like shows and she's doing like the songs acoustically and you know and Ooh, stuff nice. like that. And I saw and, someone on YouTube about that. Yeah, they're gorgeous. Yeah, dude. yeah, they're she's gorgeous. Just like, but her voice—that's one where, uh, no disrespect to the original Japanese version, but that dub, yeah, her a, voice, an emotionality. That comes across There's, in her voice that just like you can be an okay singer and a, an amazing emoter and it touches people. And she's an amazing singer and amazing emoter. And it just like what comes out and what comes across is just phenomenal. I got the goosebumps thinking about it because we uh -huh. talk about Genshin Impact where those a lot of the people they pick, they were like born to play those characters. Yeah. They yeah. fit right in. Kylie mm -hmm. is, is Belle. Oh, like yeah. to a T. Like as soon as I saw the trailer and she spoke, I imagine that that's what that girl's voice would sound like. It's just so spot on. Yeah, perfect it's one casting. of those moments where you're just like the casting is so perfect that you're like yeah. this. This is this was meant to be this way. And fellas, yeah, you like know I'm going to say it because I say it every time. But that is why NYAV Post is the greatest <laughs> dubbing studio that we have here in the States right now. They never let us down. And to piggyback off of that, too, um, you know, one of our former guests, uh, Anjali, Anjali, they Anjali. worked on Bell, too. And then you can also check out their episode. It is up here on YouTube or if you want to listen to it on YouTube. the podcast. Do it. You know, <laughs> hey, you always got to do the plugs, man. So That's that way right, people yeah. go and check out. Oh, I got the plugs. I got plugs. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you always have to. But so now, cool. because, you know, we're talking about production and whatnot. Um, I had saw that you did production on Fina Private Princess, and we've interviewed like I want to say almost half the half cast. that cast for yeah, sure. Half that yeah. cast we've interviewed from that show, and you know, like that was a a very special show. I really enjoyed it. I remember the first time I had saw uh, the trailer for it, and I was just like, "Yo, I really want to check this show out." And it was after we interviewed uh, Nick Corda, who you can check out his interview. It is up here on YouTube, <laughs> or you can listen to it on the podcast. I was just like, hey, I'm going to check it out. And then, like, when I when I watched it, I was just like, man, this show is amazing. Like, the animation, the voice acting, mm -hmm. like, everybody did such a good job up there. So, like, let's talk about that. Like, how was it, you know, working behind the scenes on this show and, you know, bringing it all together? Uh, it's, you know, it's so funny when looking back on it, you can be like, oh, it's amazing. It's so good. It's this. When you're doing it, it can be very stressful. Right. I'm sure. Um, especially when you're, you know, you're working with another country. So you're getting materials as they come to you. And then you're trying to get them out in a timely manner so that, you know, you reach all of your deadlines with your stuff. So it can be very stressful. But the team is, is 
such such a strong bond uh, for all the different shows that we do, and, mm-hmm. and there's always someone to you know help out when when things get crazy, uh, which they can when you're when you're doing any sort of production work, any sort of live any production or live events or anything like mm-hmm. that. Whatever can go wrong will go wrong, and however you can fix it fantastic uh so you know things like that will always happen but it's it's there's such good experiences and there's you learn so much by doing them and by watching the finished product afterwards and like being a part of the the production side you get to sort of hear the auditions and then you get to see who gets picked and you get to watch the finished product and so as an actor you really get like that full like oh okay I hear what you did there and then I see how the director like took that even more and created this whole other thing with you and so it's always really really cool to watch and I'm always learning so much um getting to be on this side of it I think it's awesome you know what you were just saying about like you know being behind the curtain and, mm-hmm. and how everything goes on and the process of everything. I mean, it's still cool, you know, voice acting and whatnot, but I, I feel like that's another added layer to the product, you know, because mm-hmm. it's just like you're seeing everything. You're seeing, like you said, people auditioning for the roles and stuff and, you know, how everything is coming together. But I, I think that that's really awesome. I kind of relate that too. early on. I did. A, I cooked for a long time before uh, moving into the career I have now. And uh I can relate that when you cook for a long time and then you have to go help on the front end of the house, mm-hmm. you know how long things take and you just yeah. know the ins and outs of it. So that's uh that's pretty neat that you got to see both sides of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, yeah. It's always been great. And it's something I did in theater too. Cause I was an equity stage manager. Uh, Cause acting doesn't always pay the bills in theater or hardly oh. ever pays the bills in right. theater. <laughs> so, you know, you got to do something else. Yeah. So uh, being on both sides has always been something that I'm, I'm really passionate about. Yeah. I was going to ask, how's that kind of work? You know, you being in California and then being based out in New York, is there a lot of this right here or? Uh, so NYV post is actually bi-coastal. Uh, so about half of our people are on the East Coast and about half of our people on staff are out here. Oh, okay. Uh, and okay. so, yeah, we do Skype meetings and and that sort of thing so that we can have face-to-face and um, always in communication digitally. But yeah, we're we're bi-coastal. Oh, I, I was actually hoping she was going to say they have warp gates, right? So everybody, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about 10 just step uh, in. Hit him with that Dr. Strange. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That would be uh-huh. fantastic. Yes, sir. How much hey, traffic I could get port. away from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So I guess I could dream on. <laughs> <laughs> when you create that, you let me know. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yes. And hey, we know a guy. Hey, hey D yeah, has a very a fast friend. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, but no, um, you know, I wanted to ask you now. Because, you know, you do voice acting in anime and cartoons, but you also do voice acting in video games. Like, which one do you prefer doing more? Because I know when it comes to video games, like, there's a lot of screaming and, you know, you have to uh, scream, like, uh, what, 200 times. So that, <laughs> so that way, it's a different scream every time. And I think that uh-huh. that's unique compared to when we were growing up playing video games. Yeah, and it was, just like that, it, it was just that same, <laughs> the same. scream. It was just right. the same, whereas now... <laughs> Because when we interviewed Ken Michael, who was in uh, the Saints Row video games, and it's a tragedy that he's not going to be in the new Saints Row video games. And you can check out his interview on the podcast or up here on YouTube. I got to plug it. But, um, you know, he was telling us uh, he had to um, he had to voice act 
being set on fire. Yeah, and yeah. he was just like, he, he had to do it over and over and over and <laughs> over again. So like, which one do you prefer doing more? Like, which one do you like? Oh my goodness. You know what? I love the variety. I like that any given day I'm doing a different thing. I love the technical challenge of dubbing because it's like spinning six plates in the air when you're trying to mm. lip flap match and act and see a script for the first time and listen to your director. So it's like, yeah, how many right. things can I do at uh, once? Huh? So my technical brain loves dubbing. Um, video games are just so cool. They're just so yeah. cool. Like you can't, Damn. you can't not love them. You, uh, when I did um, Alien Fireteam Elite, I remember mm. that's the most I've ever had to die ever. <laughs> um, and it was always like, okay, and now an alien has picked you up and stabbed you through the stomach. Okay, and now an alien has put a face hugger down your throat. And you're like, yeah, I know what that sounds like. I totally know what that sounds like. Yeah. It's going to be something like this. And then you just see what comes out of your face. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, that's that's funny. Now, I mean, being in the Alien game, were you a fan of Aliens before being in that game? I yeah, I'm a fan of the movies. Um, I'm not a super sci-fi person per se, but that is one of the sci-fi movies, and probably because it has a horror element. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. more of a horror fan, uh, but oh, that class. is one of the ones that uh, that I definitely liked. And so when I auditioned for it, I had no idea what it was. You know, you get a code name, yeah, they don't really tell you much, and you do it, and you're like, okay. And then it wasn't until I was cast and in the booth that they told me what the game was. And I was like, oh, that's what we're doing. Okay, cool. I love hearing the stories when people try and figure it out based on what yeah. they received. Oh, I'm so and bad at that. Try and connect the dots. I am so So you won't be solving any crimes that. anytime soon is what no, you're saying. No, I am not a Google sleuth. I try so hard. Sometimes I can recognize the animation, but I'm also... Not a huge gamer. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I'm no terrible at playing video games. The second right. you had to control the camera uh, we and your tell person. just from this, you know what I mean? Right, <laughs> this is how I play video games. The Wii remote and the nunchuck. That's what it <laughs> exactly <laughs> that, sort of. I'm a good, like, anything where it's smashing Ooh. buttons, I'm all yeah. about it. I got you. But if I have to control a camera, where I'm going to be staring at the sky or the ground, uh-huh. and it's just not going to work out. Uh, oh, but man. I love to watch people play video games. So yeah, when YouTube too. became a thing and Let's Plays became a thing, I was like, yeah. yes, I can watch more people play video games. But because of that, I'm really bad at figuring out what things are because I'm like, I don't know that I've ever seen this game. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Yeah, that's honestly, I really don't play video games anymore, for especially because I was such a RPG MMO guy. And I know, you know, you were in the PSO2. Uh, I don't want to call it a reboot, but like an expansion. <laughs> expansion yeah. that they did but those were really my bread and butter but like i can't play them anymore because i got s- adult stuff going on like yeah. i just can't <laughs> do it but luckily you know i have like some of my favorite twitch streamers and that's really how i see video games now and find out the storylines and stuff by watching twitch and watching people stream yeah and play and that's how i find out if i even like a game or not to be honest see, with that's you. fair there's right. very few that i'll like like I can play New World. I've played mm-hmm. New World, and I'm not terrible at it. <laughs> I tried to play, what was it? I, I think it was Skyrim I Skyrim, tried to play. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I was playing with my husband, and I was like, babe, I'm going in this cave, and there's a lot of, like, webs. There isn't, like, spiders in this game, right? And he was like, no, 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 you're fine, you're fine. <laughs> then, of course, <laughs> you go around the corner, the and the giant spider, <laughs> I literally that Harry ran spider. my person into a corner, got up and left the room. And I was like, I'm done. <laughs> 
<laughs> he set you up. End like, game. That, that's uh-huh. always the best, though. That's always the best is when somebody sets you up, though. Like, I, uh-huh. I love that stuff. Anytime I play, like, I try and play anything, mm-hmm. my husband's like, you should stream because you're hilarious to watch. I'm like, right. shut up. I don't want to watch people making fun of me. Like, I bought this, I bought this little horror game. It's oh, not even see, those scary at all. Though. But there's so, it's so tense that I don't even want to move forward. I'm like, all right, something's people coming. I don't want to go. People love that stuff. I love yeah, that other stuff. people get scared too. Some people uh, they, they just like to go for the ride. Yeah, I uh, love watching people stream horror games because you're I in it too. It too. Especially but, uh, if it's their first time. I don't want people watching me play. <laughs> no, I, yep. Hey, I've, I I've give thought it about doing it, man, because it's 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 fun. Like I'll always remember when I played the Resident Evil Seven demo, and I was on the phone with my tag team partner, and like the monster just came around the corner, yeah, man, and like, I just I screamed, I yelled into the phone, and he was just like, "What's wrong?" And I was just like, "Yo." Like I was just scared. Yeah. I was scared. Yo, that's it. Man. Yo, I, I said, and I told him. I said, I love talking, telling this story now. But back then, I was just like, don't ever tell anybody you heard me scream. Because he was just like, he said, man, you sounded like a woman the way that you it sounds right. But I, but I was scared. Like, and was like scared. That's, that's the testament to Resident Evil Seven. But then you play Resident Evil Eight, and it's just it's it's nothing scary in it. It's just a straightforward <laughs> game. I mean, when you have people. You know, fiending over the uh, the giant vampire woman. Like, who's going to be afraid of her? You Lady Demetrescu? But, you know, since we're talking about video games, you know, some of the video games that you've been in have been the Pokemon series. Now, were you mm-hmm. a fan of Pokemon before you did voiceover work in them? So I was not a Pokemon Ooh, person. Interesting. I was not an anime person before I got into not anime. It. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, right? Uh, at all. We've heard that before. Yeah, we have. It just, it wasn't my thing. I did not what I grew up with. And, uh, my husband was. And, okay. and so it was always like his thing. And so he sort of got me into watching things. Like he had me watch Fairy Tale for the first time. And I was like, Good. this is adorable. And I'm in love with this. All right. And so that's sort of like, uh, though it's very funny because that's the only like, sh- shonen that uh, i like right otherwise mm-hmm. i like the darker like things with ghosts and ghouls uh, and okay. tokyo ghoul and, okay. and parasite uh, that sort of thing parasite jojo's yeah, bizarre parasite event. parasite was great this guy uh, oh anyway JoJo's bizarre in jojo jojo is a little is a little too bizarre for me <laughs> there you I go i tried really hard but ever it's just it makes me cringe not in the bad cringe it's way, the but in the way it's supposed it just to. makes you cringe. I get it. And I just, I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't get through it. Hey, at least you tried. That, that's all. <laughs> like, that's I can all that see I like. the beauty of it, but I just, I'm like, it's not. I can't. So yeah. we get the appeal. <laughs> the appeal is just not for me. Exactly. Huh? Exactly. Uh, how, how do you feel about One Piece? Never seen it. Hey, that's yes, man. Hey. Never seen. It. As, I mean, as long is, as you didn't watch yeah. JoJo, that's all that matters. <laughs> no, that is not. He's gonna cry when you leave. So, Aww, cool. don't cry, <laughs> JoJo. Hey, <laughs> I'm never gonna let you cry. Oh, cry, <laughs> don't cry. Hey, don't get me started. I'll sing some. Uh, nobody stop, like you. Please. You already know, no, D. I'll do it. I noticed you know that I you will. also lent your voice to. <laughs> Monster I thought you were talking about me. No, 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 like goes no, back no. on track. Don't lend that thing anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> So. Monster Hunter, I love Monster Hunter. It's fantastic. I loved getting to play Minoto. Uh, it was one of the first times someone let me play a voice that isn't my bassy voice. Mm-hmm. And I got to be like sweeter. Uh, I was like, oh, yay, someone will <laughs> let me be nice. There you go. 
Okay. I was, uh, I was just curious. Yeah, what you got, Trey? No, I was going to ask because we're. I was hoping that we would bring up the singing thing because you do have a good singing voice. Do, do you try. happen to look at the comments at all of anything of people are saying about you? I don't know if you know much about your character from Fantasy Star. Did but the song like, ever come out? So yeah, the song is out, and so is the whole scene of you know you breaking out into the song. And like if you I go watch the YouTube it. video, it's like I was so shocked when she started singing. It was beautiful, and there's like so much praise for it. So Aww. now I get to present to you the good news. And oh, yeah, know, yeah. Try. oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I haven't like I didn't know it ever came out, mm-hmm. and so I and and I don't really know what to look up to find it. So I was like, eh, if it comes out, I'll you hey, know. Travel, eventually, so you I'll link you. I'll out. link you. Hey, oh, hey that's why they call it terrific trash. That's you know, right. He always has terrific moves. That I think might have been my favorite in studio experience. Mm-hmm to date because I'm so used to singing on stage and I've been doing it for so long, but I'd never sung in a booth before. Right. Mm. Um, it was such a cool experience. It was Mm. so different and I'm so used to, you know, on stage from the beginning to end and that's what you got. You can't, and this being able to like take it piece by piece if you wanted to, and like play with different, I was like, Oh my God, we can like stop here and like play with this note. And really, Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, I get those vocal comps in. I'm like, can I sing in everything? I want to sing. You should. <laughs> well, okay. Well, since we're talking about singing, because I know when we were growing up, we would watch anime and, you know, they would always do an English cover of a song that was right. in the anime, like Yu Yu Hakusho, for example. Now, I know even some of the voice actors that were on Yu Yu Hakusho, they sung the songs for the series. Like, would you ever be interested in doing something like that? Like, doing anime covers for intros to Any, no? anything? Any if someone's like Heather, you want to sing a song? I'm like, yeah. What do you want? What are we singing? I'll sing a song. Let's go. Hell yeah, yeah. Now that's that's always awesome. So now I want to ask you because I had just asked you about the anime stuff, and without you getting in trouble and all that other stuff, what are some animes that you would love to lend your voice to? Fairy tale. Mm. Are I you watching the new forward. 100 Year War or whatever it's called? 100 Is 100 Year Quest out? Yeah, it's been out. The sub? I don't know about the dub, but yeah, the yeah. sub. Yeah, so I know the sub is out. Okay. Um, I read the manga, and that's rare for me. Right. That's how you know I actually like am the in love with pictures. that world. Uh, I got gotcha. pictures, man. Gotta love them. <laughs> the pictures. Uh, except I'm really bad normally with books of pictures because uh, I don't know where to look, and so I just get really distracted. Right. I like words with words. Um, right. But... I love fairy tales, so I read the manga, and I read the Hundred Year Quest manga. And hey, if anyone's listening, and you're you're casting the dub, for the love of God, I'll play incidentals. But hey, we know some people. We know some people. I just want to be in the world. I know a guy. Yeah, yeah we that, know that some would people. be the one. We can send some breadsticks their way. <laughs> We don't I'll know how. Hey, look, tea we'll even breast. include some marinara sauce. You know, legendary <laughs> marinara. You know, maybe we might throw some cheesy bread in there. Some oh, cheesy, like, now we're getting serious. They don't deserve the cheesy bread. <laughs> they said they don't deserve the cheesy bread. Not yet. Hey, but Not the, cheesy, yet. the cheesy bread might win them over, though. It's like, okay. Like, like, cheesy bread yeah. comes once we sign the contract. Mm-hmm. See? That's right. Yeah. Can you can you imagine like showing up to a like a voice overdeal and then open opening up the briefcase <laughs> and it's cheesy bread like what is due? Well, that's what I want. Um, that's fantastic. <laughs> is this enough? You better hope so. <laughs> you want trouble it? if it don't. Look, Papa John's done uh, made everybody step their game up. They don't put the pepperoni in the stuffed crust. Oh right. well, no! Well, Witch McCall did that too. Uh, Little Caesars. Pizza. 
Oof. Little Caesars put the pepperoni in the crust as well, man. The mm. stuffed crust. You know? I seen today somebody made like a catfish fry, but it was stuffed with potatoes and mm. and I was like, bro, this Dang. is next level. Bro, this is next I, level. I, 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 right. When you said catfish, <laughs> a lot. they're trying to put somebody to sleep. We got to rewind it real quick. <laughs> no, Trav, bad, I thought bro. that you was about to say I saw a catfish pizza and I was just Ooh, like, right. uh, maybe that somewhere in Louisiana. Well, when I think about fish on pizza, <laughs> I think about anchovies, and it's like, eh, I'm not really uh, an anchovy. Next question. I honestly have never tried one, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, anchovies so look, right, terrible. the just only really reason why I tried anchovies on pizza, because it's just, you know, your childhood, you watch stuff on TV, yeah, and yeah. I remember on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they used to always talk about pizza yeah. with anchovies up there, and I remember my mom's boyfriend at the time, I told him, I was just like, I want to try some anchovies. So he had got a pizza with anchovies up there, a whole entire pizza. Yeah. And Oof. I tried it, and I was just like, this is disgusting. You have yeah. to eat yeah. anchovies. He made you eat it anyway. You have to do it with pepperoni. It's the only way to do anchovies. Well, he, he put, pe- yeah, he still got pepperoni because they, you know, like, of course, my brother and my mom, they weren't going to eat it. So they took the anchovies off. But it's like that that taste is still up there, even yeah, though. Yeah, I, I- I don't yeah, think you could right. take that off, and I think it's pretty ruined after <laughs> it's that. Fish. Have you ever been yeah. able to remove the smell of fish from anything? No, no, uh, no, no. Go ahead, D. D's just like that's enough. Turn it off. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, nah, I'm just saying. Um, anchovies, guys. I, I look, they're okay in my book. So okay, all right. I don't know I'm, where to take I got this. The D approval. <laughs> um, yeah, D likes anchovies and pineapples. Well, I so, know that. Yeah, go for I, it. I was anchovies and pineapple. Yeah, together. Yeah, I don't know what he's no, talking that's about. now you're really out there. Yeah, now you're we're outside <laughs> I said the only way to do it is with pepperoni. You can't do anything else with it. You just can't. <laughs> you can't. So you just can't. You shouldn't do anything with it to begin with. You know, so. <laughs> take it eat trial. You had you had it right there, teeter. Fighting words. It's like you were balanced, <laughs> and then you were just hey, like, hey, bro. Oh. Somebody might watch this interview and be like, "Well, I love anchovies yeah. and pineapple on my pizza." Like, what are these guys talking about? Watch Cat them comments. Watch yeah, them yeah, comments. Yeah, watch watch, come in watch the comments it. And track because Trav knows. Like, they came for him before in the comments. Yeah, like, it was like uh, you, and they about to be coming for you. Remember the the ghost in that movie, Ghosts. Back in the day, the the mm-hmm. shadows they came right for The horrible CGI they came right for trash. They got him at the end. They said they said we got some for trash. Sitting here talking about our favorite rap. It better not be anchovies. I know that. Oh my god! And my next question is, how big is that damn water bottle? Because I don't know if it's Yeah, that thing is huge. When you pick it up, this thing looks like it takes some serious strength. Hundred and. No, it's 70 ounces. When she lifted ounces. it, I was thinking about Psalmist, her, her arm <laughs> cannon. Yeah, it did look like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. hey, hey, you know, you recording all day. You got to stay hydrated. Yeah, yeah. No, so, no soda. Oh. No, no tea or anything. Well, maybe no, tea. No, no, you got to get tea. Hold on. We put in the tea. This guy. Well, you, yeah, he does. Vocals. <laughs> you, well, you, know, you know what? You know, I take that back because when I was doing the voiceover classes, I remember I had my hot tea with me, and it, it really does help. You know, I know. the hot tea. This guy. They weren't the smiling about time. it. What a, <laughs> what a shock! Saying, man. I mean, I mean, like, look, that's a lot of sugar, though. You know, your boy, he loves to drink his tea, and uh, you don't I'm, have to I'm, drink it with yeah, sugar. Yeah, nobody though. said anything about sweet tea. I drink, I drink, I drink green like tea with no sugar. Tea. I put, I, 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 I put I honey. Had, and yeah, I was going to say the honey's enough. Do you want one lump 
one lump or two lumps. And then Why they are we calling them lumps? Because that's what they called them in the old cartoons. Come on, Like it's 1865. You want some milk tea? You know, like that's something that people like. Yeah, that is. But, you know, since I'm talking about tea, like, um, what is something that you do to, you know, get your voice ready when it comes to, you know, getting behind get the microphone? Ready. Like, are there any rituals or anything that you do? Rituals. Um, rituals. Yeah, uh, you know, it's oddly enough because I'm a theater kid. Yes. Hell yeah. Because uh, theater's all about ritual and, mm-hmm. and that stuff. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, it's usually the same warm ups I did going into shows are the ones that I'll do now. Uh, there's vocal warm ups that I learned. Um, when I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts that I'll, that I still do to this day, there's some that I like tongue twisters that I, I was going to ask you, do the tongue twisters. Uh, Can you give us a tongue twister? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> we I go, love boys. tongue twisters. I'll give you the one that makes sense. And okay. then I'll tell you the one that doesn't make sense because no one else understands the other one. Uh, so the one that I normally do will be um, uh, what to do to die today at a minute or two till two, a distinctly difficult thing to say, but harder still to do, for there'll be to tattoo at 20 to two with a rat to tattoo to and the dragon will come and he hears the drum in a minute or two till two, today at a minute or two till two. And usually you try and do it in one breath, or I do. Yeah, that is long. Never mind, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not I thought we were going to be hit with like the seashores. Yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I was ready I to have some fun, and I was like, that's not fun. Nope. Those, those, I like the longer ones. The shorter wow. ones actually will trip me up. Uh huh. Um, the one I could never do, no matter how hard I try, is unique New York because right, uh-huh, uh, yeah, yeah. my accent will always come out on New York right. if I don't <laughs> think about it. And so I just get tripped up after a while. I'm like, oh, okay, wait, what word are we on? I'm done. Oof. <laughs> Gotta go back to spitting those bars. Uh, <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> but yeah, usually I'll do vocal warm-ups, um, more like singing warm-ups mm-hmm. for, for going into sessions hums and trills and and just kind of getting everything moving especially if it's an early morning session those are rough do you feel like you have to get up x amount of time before or do you just roll out of bed and be like yeah we're going i wish (laughs) no i usually get up like an hour to two hours before so that i'm like a human Mm, because if i try and just roll out of bed (laughs) it it won't be pretty you don't want to be an anchovy you want to be a human you don't want to show up oh god this guy (laughs) Oh, snap. That's funny, man. So, you know, now I want to ask you, when you're not behind the microphone and when you're not, you know, watching video games and stuff, what are some of your hobbies that you're into? Goodness. Um, see, I wish I had cool ones, but I don't. Hey, um, if it's something that you love doing, then it makes mix. it cool. Yeah. I, I make everything cool. That's right. You yeah, New York. I can't I even say it right the first time. Uh, <laughs> Look at me. Uh, I am I'm in, really into writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I write um, scripts and Sick. plays. I'm actually in the middle of writing two different uh, pieces that I'm hoping that I will turn into animations at some point. Nice. Um, I'm learning to draw. Oh, okay. That's that I'm not it. good at it at all. Um, but I'm trying. Yeah, that's, pretty, that's pretty cool. Though. So, um, and then my husband just bought me a new sewing machine, so I'm going back to uh, costume design. Ooh. Nice, because my daughter just started yeah. sewing because she's going to be in drama next oh, year, nice. and she wants to, Fine. you know, help with um, the seamstress stuff more so than nice. actually act. So yeah, costume design is fantastic. Such um, a good skill to have. It, it was yeah. one of my Super favorite unique. things to do outside of being on stage. Was getting to play with costumes, which now is so cool because I get to go to conventions. If anyone wants to invite me to a convention, 
Um, <laughs> and hey, watch we know, cosplayers, hey, we know and people. I think cosplayers are the coolest thing ever. Uh-huh. Um, because thank they're you. so good and they're uh-huh. so detail oriented yes, and like you. I'll make costumes for like Halloween and stuff and for me and my right. husband and we try and be as screen accurate as possible and then I see yeah. the cosplayers I'm just like to shame you have yeah, put me sure. to shame with your amount of detail good god yeah, no, I think that's awesome I think it's just gratifying too to once you get a costume down that you really like yeah. Wait, what? Is that a tongue twister trap? Yeah, you just hit it with the tutu. All right. Tongue twister trap. I'd like to see D in a tutu. No, <laughs> no, we're that. not. Never. Hey, I throw hey, some hey, anchovies at that. Hey, in the words of Renzi, not in a million years. Um, no, I was. Oh, go ahead, D. I'm sorry. Go, no. Forget no, it. No, no. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> rock, paper, go. I'll shoot. I'll shoot. Pa- okay, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Gotcha. I mean, I already have the paper. Yeah, that was way late, but you know, we'll let yeah. it go. Hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, but, go ahead, D. Go zoom ahead, lag, go zoom ahead. lag. We believe it's it. Zoom lag, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what I was going to say is, uh, first, it was a two-part question, but I'll just make it a one-part because these guys want to <laughs> dance all over my parade. Um, what are some of the cosplays that you and your husband have done? Have you guys done one together? We have not. I really want to, but we haven't yet. Um, what ideas do y'all have? I really want to do um, Gajiel and and Levy from Fairy Tale. Okay, I'm that kind of nerd. Hey, that's um, awesome. So yeah, sweet character. Uh, but no, I built him. Uh, I did a really good. I was very proud of screen accurate. Um, is it Ted from Bill and Ted? Which one does Counter Reeve play? I always mix it up. Uh Ted. Ted. No, so Bill. I did a really really Bill. Ted? Is it Bill? Uh, I think, I think Bill Reeve. is. Uh, yeah, Bill and Ted, bro. bro. You sleep. Yeah, this no, guy. I was just literally, my sleep. brain went to Ted, and I just thought about Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, I, I, I was like, thinking, I, I was just like, teddy bear costume, it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, I think he was, I think, I think he he's Ted. Whichever one Ted. he is, uh-huh. I can Bill never remember, is, but. I think Bill is the other yeah, guy. Yeah, he, he is The Ted. other guy. He, yeah, he is Ted. Okay, yeah. so I made Can't a really, really cool Ted costume that I was really proud of for my husband, like wig and all. And then nice. for myself, I think my favorite one is I did um, a super screen accurate um, river song from Doctor Who. Mm. Oh. Uh, and I like hunted down the dress because it was a very specific dress made of like, I can't, I want to say it's like wood silk. It's huh. something. I have no idea what that stupid is. And they don't make it anymore. And so I literally had to like Holy cow. find it and someone posh marking it like. And hunt it down from the UK, and and I was super excited when I got the dress because I was like, yes, sure. this is she wore this dress. What's mm, like so. that? Yeah, no. One thing that I wanted to say because when you had mentioned that you you know you're you sew and whatnot, um, one thing that a lot of cosplayers always say is that they wish that they knew how to sew because it's very oh expensive. god, so do I. It's very mm-hmm. expensive, uh, you know, purchasing the costumes and whatnot, and. They always say, like, some cosplayers do know how to sew, and some cosplayers know how to make props. And yep. it's, it's, it's definitely something that I would love to learn how to do because there's so many costumes that I would want to make my, myself. You know, I, I know the fabrics that I need and whatnot. It's just I just don't know how to sew. I know how to do the basic sewing with the needle and the thread, but that's yeah. just so Well, and long. even then, like, there are some things where I'm just like, I'm going to take this to one of my friends who's an actual professional costumer and right. have them... Because some of the stuff, I'm just like, I... Yeah. yeah, it's just gonna take shop. me like six times and as long as it would take like, you. Mm-hmm. It's better for like patchwork. Yeah, kinda. It's just yeah. you know, obviously, the machine just does way. Oh my god, I, I cannot tell you the amount of things I hand sewed because I didn't have a machine yeah. in my twenties. Mm-hmm. 
So I just made everything by hand, um, wow. which takes way too long. But I still think yeah. that's an amazing skill to have. Like I, <laughs> I sew on a machine. I wish I could sew by hand, like sew by hand, sew by hand. Mm. I can yeah. show you. No, I don't need your help. Well, I mean, my <laughs> wife can do it. So she can do yeah, it. You see, I, it's like, I, I, I try to you. give a helping hand. And I don't, I don't need, need that, your, JoJo. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is how I get treated up here. That's what one piece told me to say. But uh, now, you know, we're here at the end of the interview. And, you know, D, he always has his final questions that he loves to ask all of our guests. So, uh, D. We got them villain hands going. Yeah, I'll I'll hold it right here, fellas, like your boy TN. But uh, I I was going to say Jay-Z, but uh, go ahead. Oh, (laughs) TN did it first. Where do you think he got it from? Did he? Yeah, I think he did. TN definitely yeah, did yeah. it first, technically. Yeah, he technically. did in the manga. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, question number one favorite 80s or 90s movie or both? God. Top five in the in both. Me. Top five <laughs> 90s. Or 90s. No, 80s or 90s. That's easy. 80s I gave or you 90s. Okay. Two decades so, we're going to go, go Labyrinth. Sick Ooh. movie. Okay. David Bowie. Willow. Sick movie. Um, Val Kilmer. RIP, basically. Um, for him, he's almost. Uh, uh, no, don't say that. Well, he's hurt. He's hurt he's bad. He's hurting, but he's I just, okay. when I hear he's Willow, with us. and then they're doing the, re- the I don't think it's a reboot, but a continuation it's a continu- story. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's sad that he won't be able to be in it because his yeah. character was, you know, he's sweet. Right, right. I know. I know. That was, it was cool how they worked him in the Maverick. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I liked they? that a lot, though it did also make me a little sad. Oh, but- Absolutely. Yeah. Were they, how did, were they, no, don't spoil it. Like, no, mind. no, just like, it's already known, but just like the real life thing, they gave Iceman throat cancer, like he had in mm. real life, just so he can't talk. Oh, was he in it though? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he was Okay, yeah. sweet, 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 yeah. sweet, sweet. Yeah, because he talked about it. He said it was, it was, because I remember people That's didn't great. know if he was going to really be in it or not. Yeah. And then like when he was in it, like it was He cool. was, I mean, he was like a sweet rival, like Val Kilmer. Yeah, some other fantastic. Yeah, he's one of my favorite actors from the nineties. Yeah, he was good. I loved him as Batman. A lot of people didn't like Batman forever, but I love Batman. He was a good. He was a good actor, man. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, sorry, eighties, nineties. Okay, I forgot what we were talking about. Labyrinth, Willow. That because of David Bowie. Uh, Labyrinth. It's just the whole thing. I grew up on that movie. Uh, I mean, like that movie's sweet. Just yeah. it's for me, so it's good. Jennifer Conley. You know, uh, for a lot of people, uh, it's I like the little the little dog like night the on the dogs. Yeah. Yes, did a miss. Yes, and he I love sweet. Ludo, the giant uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, super yeah. fluffy. Yeah, Labyrinth and so uh, what, so was, nice. what was the movie that was similar? Uh, the Never Ending Story. Like Never I, Ending I love Story. Stuff. Thank you. Yeah, that was what I was trying to think of. That's number three. Never Ending Story. Did you see? You didn't have to give us five. It was. You just oh okay then it was just your one yeah did yeah. you did you Top see the third why, why this man bring up never in the story three with Jack Black for I don't uh, know why no, I only ever saw the first one in my head that's all that exists the second one's well, good the second the second one's good, good. Yeah. yeah but the third one was the third bad. one's bad I don't know and it's got Jack that, Black what's, in it what's that one movie uh, Page Master Page Master oh, that was great. a good one that's a good movie that was a good one have you ever seen Legend. With Tom Cruise? Yes, with okay. Tom Cruise and Tim Curry as the devil. Tim Curry as the devil. He's so good in it, Tim. Tim, oh, so good. Tim Curry is good in everything. Oh, I love it's, that it's, man. It's crazy how so uh, if you ask somebody, like, what's your favorite Tim Curry film? And it's just like, everybody has a different one. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. hard for me. That's, that's how you He's know, like, the type of person they what are. What they're into. Is how they know Tim yeah. Curry. What if somebody was just like, I loved him in Charlie's Angels? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I always go Rocky Horror and then uh-huh. I confuse people with Oscar because no one's ever heard of Oscar. Mm, and if you yeah. haven't, 
Oscar is fantastic. It's a movie with Tim Curry and Sylvester Stallone. It's a comedy, like a bag switching comedy okay. from the twenties. Honestly, I've never heard so, of so bad that it's good. That's exactly what it is, and it's fantastic. Because <laughs> oh. we already fantastic. know Stallone can't talk for. Uh, no, oh, and it, it's talk? great because in it he's like getting elocution lessons, so he's like trying to learn to speak good. Uh, and oh, he—that's wow. one of his lines. I'll never learn to speak good. And you're like, oh Jesus Christ! Uh, it's, it's, if never you've never seen Oscar, good. see Oscar. It's okay. so good. I'm, I'm checking to the it list. out. I'm about to, yeah, I'm about to see what it's on right now. But go ahead, yeah. See, this is what we do. We snowball. Yes. Okay. So, second question. Growing up, was there anything that spooked you, scared you, and stayed with you? Whether it was a scary movie. A uh, creepy lullaby, uh, a story you heard one time. What you got? Um, you know what? It was that scene in The Witches where they like mm-hmm. actually like take everything off and become witches. Uh-huh. I remember watching that as a kid, and it's the only movie that ever like gave me nightmares. The original The Witches, right? Oh yeah, the original. The original. Yeah. Uh, original. Well, I think the one from Angelica 1990 Houston. isn't the original. I think that's well, still the, okay, a remake. well the, the okay. one we so my childhood one, so Angelica Houston. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's okay. our original. Becoming well, a witch. A, when was yeah? Did you, did you watch the uh, the, the one that came out? I did. Couple years ago. Oh, you did. I love the same man. It doesn't care. I loved it. I love fine. I love it's anything that those, Annie's in, though. She's so good. I see, I love her, and that's why I watched yeah. it. so good. But it's one of those where I was like, this wasn't made practical, for me. The this was made yeah, for, for a new sure. generation yeah. to fall in for love sure. with it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah the sure. practical of the yeah, original. Man, that, that's yeah, what's creepy for, about it. Mm-hmm. That's something that we talk Tricking about kids. up here all the time. Like uh, like with Alien and yep. the thing. Like those, those practical effects and stuff. It just holds up longevity, You can't like... You can't fake some of that. Right. You can that's go why watch that, that stuff now and it still holds up. That's I was going to say, that's why Vecna and Stranger Things looks so good. It's because it's 90% mm-hmm. practical effects. It's yeah. just, you know, the thing, Alien, the thing. Uh, Terminator. Thing. Hey, take it easy, man. You know I'm from Tennessee. That ain't Chovy. Got a hold of me. <laughs> but no, but yeah, thank you. Yeah. Great answer. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I said, we're here at the end of the interview. Heather, thank you so much for joining us up here on a new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. You are awesome. And we are going to talk to some people so that way we can get you here at the cons and VA (laughs) because we do know people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, tell them. I'm all for it. I will come. You know, we'll we'll talk to our friend Jasmine, uh, (laughs) superstar anime. You know, Uh and and y'all can check out Jasmine's interview. It is up here on the channel or you can listen to it on the podcast. You know, she is the president. She's the yeah, she's the president yes. showrunner of uh, Superstar Anime. So uh, yeah, hey, we'll talk. Hey, I'll, I'll give her some of the cheesy bread. I'll, I'll be like, here's some cheesy bread, and, and I'll, I'll, hopefully, uh, you know, five pieces is enough. Yep. And she, and she's just like, nah, you got to give me two more. I'll be like, all right, I'll give you two more. But uh, before we let you go, let everybody <laughs> in social that. media land where they can find you. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at hezzy h e z z y underscore star s-t-a-r-r-v-o or on instagram hezzy h-e-z-z-y underscore star s-t-a-r-r underscore v-o because the other one was taken oddly enough mm-hmm. um that is odd right <laughs> like i thought it was just i didn't know anyone else had the name hezzy but okay uh, that's that's weird i probably feel the same way let's say yo like she stole my name <laughs> right <laughs> Guys, you did it. it again. I did it. I, 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 Michael. It's just like, oh, but no, but yo, that was awesome, man. Have the was awesome. an interview. It was a good Redemption. interview, man. And, and look, 
that's what I love. I love that at the end of every interview, we always have a good time. We love hearing everybody's stories. And, you know, I just always hope that people who listen to our podcast or watch our videos on YouTube, that they're either inspired or motivated because it's just like they took the time out to watch and listen to our stuff. So why can't they just laugh and have a good time? Why they got to be motivated to do something with their life? Why can't they just be No, like, I'm not talking. See, see, Trav, just like how you was telling <laughs> yeah. Heather no, when, it went, when it went over her oh, head and it God. went over your head. It's this like, guy. because it's like, sometimes people, it's just like, they'll watch the stuff and be like, yo, it's like, I want to get into voice acting and stuff, you know? It's just, See, that's y'all would I be mean. Leo and Raph, and I would be Mike. No, y'all Trav, always get Trav, into, no, I just be in no, the background. Trav, no, Trav, the truth comes Trav, out. Trav, yeah, like, no, Trav is Casey Jones. Right? Oh. No, don't say Trav is Leo <laughs> uh-huh. and but no, but uh, I, I am anyway. gonna be Casey Jones. Yeah, you gotta hit him with the line. Like, I'll, be, I'll believe it when I see it. So with that yeah. being said, oh, this guy, everybody. you gotta say the line, man. You don't bring okay. Be like today, a hey, pain one hundred and one. Today's teacher, Casey Jones. Mm-hmm. And then what was this catchphrase? That was one of them. What you talking? No, it was about? like he said it something was like, else. Go go something. Because he said it on the two thousand two uh, Ninja Turtles all the time. Because rap, I think it was either Raphael or Michelangelo that told him that he needed. Was that a, new? Yeah, I don't the, even know what he thought. What did he say? From the new movies, he had a catch. No, party? no, no. I said the 2002 cartoon. Oh, yeah, that's, the best, a, that's the best Turtles cartoon. He had a catchphrase up there. I'm about to look it up. I don't but, um, know, but yeah, but yeah, everybody, make sure that you go at. Oh, it was Goongala. That's his catchphrase. Goongala. His main catchphrase is the battle cry. That's a catchphrase? Yeah. (laughs) I like the pain 101. Your instructor, Casey. It it says uh, it was revealed in his origin story that he was unable to pronounce Goro Goro Sama. A battle cry literally meaning Mr. Thunder, that young Michelangelo. Yeah, that's why I was saying it, because Michelangelo, I I said it was either Michelangelo or Raph that was trying to tell him he needed a catchphrase, but I remember in the 2002 cartoon, one of them was saying, yeah, you need a battle cry. I don't know, Trav, did you see the episode where it was like Casey Jones, he kept going to an alleyway, right? And all of the turtles kept coming in different, uh, they kept coming in the same disguise. So he thought he was talking to the same person every day, but it was a different turtle. And like each time he went back to fight the bullies, he kept getting his ass kicked. But then it was just like he finally took everything that they all said, and then he was able to. And he won. And he won. And he said, Gungawa. So, uh, with that being said, Trav, uh, let everybody in social media land know where they can find you at. And you better practice saying that Gungala. Now, you can find me on the Gungala at ZK Audio. I'm also on the Twitter at T R A V I O S C K, where I'm also on Letterboxd, ranking and watching. My favorite movie, man. The Goongala done got me all twisted and messed up. D, where are you going to find that? Uh, you can find me, as always, at rebellious double underscore D23 Instagram.com with a slice of pizza with the anchovies mm. and the pepperoni. Um, the, you mean the pineapple? Pi- it's pineapple and ham. You gotta, you can't pineapple and anchovies. You take like, what you can get. Yeah, yeah, to the bathroom. Take what you can, give nothing back. (laughs) Yeah, all right, except for anchovies. But anyway, if you need a hero, (laughs) are you listening, people? If you need a hero, where can you find one? 
Benjamin. I thought he was about to start singing the song. Uh, yeah. But oh, you can God. find me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, <laughs> at King Benji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to our new interview. Make sure that you subscribe to all of the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. YouTube is leveling up with Benjamin Banks. We are almost at a thousand subscribers, so please go up there and subscribe. We also have the TikTok is at leveling up banks as well. And if you're feeling generous and would love to donate to us, we have a Patreon that's at leveling up banks. Thank you to our patrons who help donate to us because you do help us get anchovies put on our pizza, just like we like it up there, including pineapples too. So with that being said, keep that pinky up, stay positive, and again, rest in peace to Billy Kometz. You will be missed. And uh Everybody just please have a nice day and make sure that you tell, you know, somebody you care about that you love. We'll see you next time on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Peace.